What I find interesting in talking with a lot of my clients, I've discovered that people are either inclined as saviors to others or saviors to themselves. How does that sound to you? Does one sound magnanimous and the other sound selfish? I don't know what you think, but I don't think about it that way. I kind of enjoy and reflect upon the individual who wants to be the savior to others. I see that as an individual who is empathetic and kind and I guess puts themselves behind helping mankind around them. And yet, I can also understand the viewpoint of those who are more inclined to be there or take care of themselves. Firstly, well, I've always maintained that you can't be there or help other people unless you take care of yourself first. And I still maintain that. But then again, how much of a all-encompassing human being can we be if we don't consider that we want to be there to help and take care of others. You see where I'm going with this? It's a healthy mix of the both. We can actually have both feelings. I've had so many clients say, well, if you're suggesting that I consider myself first and take care of myself first, isn't that being selfish? And my response is, yes, it is being selfish. But then again, a lot of the words that we use have a healthy and a negative meaning. Think about intent. Why do you want to be Or why do you want to take care of yourself first and foremost? What? Negative intent to the exclusion of others? It's all about me. I'm the most important. I'm above you. Okay. Or the other side of the coin. With positive intent. I want to take care of myself because if I take care of myself, then I'm a healthier self to be able to be there for others. 
Both are selfish. It's all based on intent. Which do you prefer? And if you think about it, with the positive intent of being selfish in taking care of yourself, now you can see how it generalizes into saying, now that I'm taking care of myself, I can be there to help other people take care of themselves, be better people, because I'm better people. And if I understand what it's like to be better people, I can share that with other people. Now, that doesn't mean that other people are going to buy into that, but that's other people's decisions. Nobody has to buy into anything. It's like what I've maintained in my bio for therapy. Perspectives are like clothing. Try them on. See if they fit. If they do, then wear them in good health. And if they don't, take them back. Exchange them for something else. I think we've all realized that there are so many negative and equally positive people in life. We can only represent ourselves to the best of our ability and hopefully our positive ability. But we can't expect anybody to jump on our positive bandwagon. That's up to other people to decide. Equally, we can't stress or be frustrated or have anxiety because another individual does not see life the way we do or change their perceptions or behaviors in agreement with ours. We can only lead by example, by sharing. And then we see where it goes. That's what I do in therapy. I can't make any of my clients feel any way. They're going to feel the way that they're going to feel. I can share my perspective, give them a different perspective, something to think about, and hope that they say, ah, uh, maybe a positive outlook on this is going to be more beneficial than a negative outlook on this. Then we have the foundation to talk and work on that more. But as my ex-supervisor said to me in the very beginning, when we meet new clients, and I think it's generalizable to anybody we meet in our life, we meet them where they are, not where we want them to be. Because everybody is in charge of their own perspective on life. 
I've lived to tell. Till next time.